sit down. Please. Tell Molly what I'm saying, but you have to tell her word for word, all right? Word for word. Yes. He wants me to tell you what he's saying word for word. Molly, you're in danger. And you can't just blurt it out like that and quit moving around where you could start to make me dizzy. I just tell her in my own way. Molly, you in danger, girl. That's right, Molly, you in danger, girl, and this is the Sci-Fi Guy podcast. And the only danger you're in is finding about ghosts, finding more about ghosts. In particular, the ghosts which haunt sci-fi. Of course, that's the clip um, of the great Whoopi Goldberg and Patrick Swayze in the classic movie Ghost. From 1990. I can't believe it's this old. I remember going to see it. I remember buying the DVD. Um, one of the greatest uh, romantic comedy uh, and comedies, romantic fantasy thriller comedies of all time. And of course, starring Whoopi Goldberg, Patrick Swayze, and Demi Moore. And Whoopi won the Best Supporting Actress Oscar. That's right. She scored the Best Supporting Actress Oscar for Ghost. So where do we start? Do we start at the start? Do we start at the beginning? What is a ghost? We all have our definitions or we all have our, I guess, notions of what a ghost is. And what is it defined um, in terms of the general mainstream knowledge and concept of a ghost? From the wiki, in folklore, a ghost is the soul or spirit of a dead person or animal that it can appear to the living. It appears and is prominent in ghost lore. I didn't even know there was something called ghost lore, like folklore. There's an entire uh, study of folklore called ghost lore. In ghost lore, descriptions of ghosts vary widely from an invisible presence to translucent or barely, barely visible wispy shapes to realistic lifelike forms. The deliberate attempt to contact the spirit of a deceased person like Whoopi's character, Ida Mae Brown in Ghost, is known as necromancy, yeah, like a necromancer or spiritism as a seance. Other terms associated with it are apparition, haunting, phantom, poltergeist, shade, specter, spirit, spook, wrath, demon, and ghoul. So, yeah, demons and ghouls are considered ghosts as well. Or, you know, you always think of them as monsters or sort of little, de little devils. Okay, so, but what about science fiction? What about the ghosts of sci-fi, the haunting of sci-fi? Well, let's start at one of the greatest science fiction franchises, and that, of course, is Star Wars. And in Star Wars, we have something called the Force Ghost. What is a Force Ghost? This is from the Wikipedia. The Wikipedia, a force ghost is the soul and essence of a deceased force sensitive who denies the will of the force upon death, yet is able to interact with the living. It also describes those who committed a final act of selflessness that led to their death and had to come to terms with it. And we do know many of the Star Wars characters that we love become force ghosts. 
And further questions is, who can become a force ghost? Someone asks at the Wikipedia, the Wikipedia, excuse me. To become a force spirit or force ghost, you must be a believer in the light side instead of the dark side, of course, of the force, the light side. Only that kind of relationship with the force, wielding it from a selfless and peaceful place, will allow one to make the transition to a force ghost. And we've got, was Darth Vader a force ghost? Now as Darth Vader, he worked alongside Sidious for years, but by the end of Star Wars Return of the Jedi, Vader redeemed himself by saving his son and ended up becoming one with the Force, later returning as a Force ghost, which is something the Sith can't achieve. There you go. So the evil guys, the baddies, of course, the Siths can't do it. You got to be of the light side of the goodies. This is interesting. Can you touch a Force ghost, someone asks in the Wikipedia. In some cases, a spirit... Can, a spirit can achieve or acquire temporary solidity by drawing on a living creature's link with the Force, which allows it to actually touch that creature. Notably, the ghost of Adan Bach could make itself solid enough to shove Tash Aranda through a doorway. I think that's one of the uh, animated series or some other, uh, certainly not Star Wars proper. And let's see, finally, um, how did Leia become a Force ghost, Princess Leia? In The Rise of Skywalker, it is shown that she trains Rey. So Leia obviously received training from Luke at some point. It is assumed that Luke did the training either under Yoda or Obi-Wan while they were a Force ghost. So I would say that it is very possible in, in the universe that Leia be became a Force ghost. So they're they're pretty you know serious and important things force ghosts you know you know the very term sounds you know almost a little playful or silly a force ghost a force spirit but they certainly can do some serious haunting and influence. So we now go to of course Star Trek and we go to two episodes which feature well one features certainly features a ghost-like entity or or a ghost you know by any definition this is from Sub Rosa this is a next gen episode from the 7th season and it concerns Beverly Crusher and her having a death in the family having her grandmother die and she takes over the uh the estate, the property on this uh, this planet, this colony. So basically, her nana or her grandmother was in love with someone named Ronin. And this comes right from the wiki. Ronin was an anaphasic life form, which needed a corporeal life form to take physical form. He was bonded with females of the Howard family. When he was destroyed then by Beverly Crusher, Ronin used a candle in order to maintain molecular cohesion. In corporeal form, he took the image of a male approximately 34 years of age. He was able to maintain a strong grip on his hosts, and the result of their bonding was causing them to react and behave unusually. Their eye color would change into green, something that was mistaken as a genetic trait of the Howard women. Ronan did not reveal his corporeal form to anyone other than his host, leading many to believe he was a genuine ghost. Uh, Felissa, that's a uh, Beverly Crusher's grandmother was made very happy with him and wore, and wrote detailed descriptions of her experience with Ronan in her journals. Felissa never mentioned Ronan to Beverly or anyone else, however, in order to keep his secret. And you know, it is it is an unusual episode. It's sort of, um, I guess, a um, maybe a, 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 a love to hate episode. A lot of people are down on it. I think it's great, got great atmosphere, lighting, 
some great effects. In fact, the um, the Ronin or the anaphasic life form energy ghostly sort of mist was one of the fewer you know CGI effects in Next Gen. Towards the end of the show, they started using you know computer um, effects, CGI, computer generated imagery, and it's and I think it's very effective for the time. It looks really good. So that is uh, Beverly Crusher almost falling in love with a ghost. And finally, in the next-gen sort of ghost uh, roster here, we have the next phase. And as the Federation Starship Enterprise responds to a distress call from a Romulan ship, which has suffered an onboard explosion, Ensign Rowe and Lieutenant Commander LaForge are seemingly lost in a beam-in from the Romulan ship to the Enterprise. Rowe and LaForge find themselves on the Enterprise unable to interact with the ship or the crew, but able to interact with each other. While LaForge believes they are still alive, Rose sees Dr. Crusher make out their death certificates and believes they are dead. She tries to make peace with her former crewmates as they prepare a funeral service. This is really one of my favorite episodes of Next Gen. And again, they get flack. It gets flack for being, um, for one thing, um, Roe and Jordy and anybody else who you know goes into the phase of this next phase sort of transition they could run around um, and go through all the walls of the Enterprise and you know, the bulkheads, whatever. But they don't fall, you know. They're they're some some somehow their their shoes retain solidity. So I guess you can say the process, the, you know, the, the feet don't do anything. But then how are they going through the the walls? And that was one of the big complaints. But overall, you know, if you if you overlook that, I think that the episode is great. It's great, great performances from Levar Burton and um, Michelle Forbes as Ensign Rowe. Especially Roe, the way she, you know, she's convinced for the first, like, you know, uh, half of the episode that they are dead. They're not going anywhere but to the great beyond. And when you think about that, you know, if that was your experience, you would start wanting to prepare for the, for the life beyond, for the next life. You know, for the other world, the next world. And finally, a good a mention would be, of course, one of my favorite, actually, uh, DC Comics characters is Dead Man. And just an awesome character. This was uh, Boston Brand is his name in the comics. is a fictional superhero appearing in American comic books published by DC Comics. He first appeared in Strange Adventures in 67. And basically he can go, um, he's pretty much a ghost. He can go into people and sort of possess them. You know, his abilities are pretty, um, you know, expansive and pretty, pretty amazing. His, his, as a disembodied spirit, he cannot be seen by most, though mystics can perceive him. He's able to pass through objects, can fly or float, and he can possess pretty much any living human or animal and control their actions. So I'm really waiting for a nice, a big feature film of Dead Man, one of my favorites. A ghost, but sort of a sci-fi ghost. I thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, send me some comments about your favorite ghosts in sci-fi. I think it's a whole kind of subgenre. It's not true supernatural ghosts. But then again, what really is a ghost? Like Just like in Sub Rosa, is it a creature maybe or some sort of a energy anaphasic life form? So thanks again for listening. Send some comments and live long and prosper. And we'll see you soon.